Hello and welcome to the Niners Nation podcast, the most positive Niners source you have here on the SB Nation, Niners Nation feed. And we're back with you again, and we're going to try something a little different today. I'm going to try my best. I got a lot of you reaching out to me asking me, hey, I need some Niner Nate positivity. So we're going to try something. We're going to look at the future but we're also going to look at the current team and why this team isn't as bad off as it seemed on Thursday. Real quick, let's get into a quick NFC West check-in. Niners still fourth place in the NFC West. Rams sitting on a bye week. They have Seattle coming to town this week. And we're going to get, we're going to talk about Seattle a little bit today. And then the Cardinals lose a close one to Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins, who really look like a really good football team. And watching that game, my biggest takeaway was, man, I want one of those quarterbacks. Because both Tua and Kyler are so dynamic. They run the ball, they throw the ball, they have cannons for arms. And man, the Tua pick looks like it was the right pick for the Dolphins. And that defense looks great. And Arizona still, I still think that Arizona is the best team in the NFC West right now. And I think they just, they got an unlucky hand with their schedule, but they go and play the Buffalo Bills who decided to just demolish the Seattle Seahawks this week. Uh, They lose to Buffalo 34 to 44, and it was not close. The game was an absolute blowout. Russell Wilson was throwing moon balls to keep his team in the game. And that was how they were able to keep it close, but they got destroyed. And the biggest factor in that is this defense. And I'm going to, I'm going to read you off a quick thing from Andrew Siciliano up at the uh, NFL network. And you guys are going to find this pretty funny. The Seahawks aren't just on pace for the worst pass defense in NFL history. They're primed to shatter the all-time record by nearly a thousand yards. The 2011 Packers had 4,796 yards thrown on them. The 2020 Seahawks current pace is 5,794 yards. And that's what we're going to get into today. You know, Russell Wilson's always going to be there. Kyler Murray looks like he's a star. The Rams, they're dynamic. But the Niners, I think, really are poised to run this division going forward. And here's why. They're just a quarterback away. And I know what you're saying. How are they just a quarterback away? Okay. So their best offensive skill players are locked up. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, the best tight end in the league. Brandon Ayuk looks like a star. He looks better and better every week. If we have a quarterback who would get him the ball, then Ayuk would be balling all over the field. Uh, And that's been the biggest problem is that Jimmy Garoppolo can't get get him the ball. And Raheem Mostert really looks like a top 10 running back now. Um, Their offense is set. And if you bring in a guy who has the, you know, more potential than Jimmy Garoppolo, this team's really good on offense. Then you look on defense. Aaron Rodgers said we have the best linebacker in the NFL in Fred Warner. And I totally agree. I've been saying it on the show all year. Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the NFL. And it's not really particularly close, I think. He is the best. And they're going to pay him this offseason probably. And that's fine. I'm perfectly fine with Fred Warner being a Niner for five, six more years, whatever years we, we give him. I don't really care. Then you also have Nick Bosa, who's going to be cheap next year before the Hills start looking at negotiating a new deal. And he's, what, a top three pass rusher in this league right now? He's, I mean, I can't name many guys better than Nick Bosa right now. And, yes, he's coming off that injury, but he's still 
the reason they were so dominated on defense last year was because of the pass rush. Then they also have Javon Kinlon now, who is a terrific D tackle, gets better every single week, and he's locked up for a long time. He was a great pick, and it looks like their D is get their defense is getting pretty short up. Then you look at the the amount of cuts and players they can get rid of. They can get rid of Rest at Weston. They can get rid of D Ford. They can get rid of the Tevin Coleman contract. They can let Jet McKinnon go. It looks like their 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 running backs are pretty set up. You know, you have Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Jamichael Hasty. I think that's your running backs going in next year. And, and it's not a three headed monster exactly, but it's still pretty. Those are still pretty good running backs, especially in a Kyle Shanahan system. The the the, the offensive line is one of the things that scares me. The Richard Sherman thing is sort of weird. I don't think he comes back, but I think that they might be able to get Verrett on a cheap deal like we talked about last week. I think Emmanuel Mosey's a really good corner. I think that they'll probably look to add a corner in the draft. But here's the thing. This team is literally a quarterback away. Because in the NFL, when you have an, an actual NFL quarterback who can not just stand like a statue in the back of the field and not do anything, no, no, no running or anything, you don't need as good of an offensive line. Like, yes, Russell Wilson has had awful, awful offensive lines, but he's been able to do stuff despite that. The Niners don't need to have the best tackles and, and guards and centers. They, they could pay Trent Williams and then continue with the Lincoln Tomlinson, continue with Daniel Brunskill, continue with Ben Garland, give Colton McKivitz a shot. There's, there's things they can do, you know, and the offensive line will be fine. I mean, even school would probably be better with, with a mobile quarterback. So think about it. Right now, Kyler Murray is the least sacked quarterback in the league because he moves around so much. I'm not saying they have to get a guy who runs as fast as Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is an absolute freak. But I'm saying with a talented quarterback, an above-average quarterback, the San Francisco 49ers are a perennial Super Bowl contender because having a quarterback who can get the ball to the best tight end in the NFL, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, heck, Ricky, Rich, Ricky, Richie James even, you know, and they still have Mostert, they still have Jeff Wilson, and they still have Jermichael Hasey. This team is really talented, and I still really want to see what Jalen Hurd has. I think that maybe they'll try and get him out there next year. I know we said it's probably his last chance, but, heck, if they can get him out there and he can have one good year with their rookie quarterback or whatever they end up doing, I, my biggest thing is I do not want them to do the Tom Brady thing. The Bucks put a Band-Aid on their quarterback problem with Tom Brady. And yes, he was playing up to MVP quality up until Sunday when they got boat raced by the New Orleans Saints, which we are going to get boat raced by the New Orleans Saints this week. Sorry, guys. But the thing is, is I don't want to just bring in a guy for a year or two. I don't want to do that. I want us to look deep, 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 deep into this quarterback class. Yes, you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. The Jets still haven't won a game so you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. You're probably not going to get Justin Fields. And you're probably not going to get Trey Lance. But one thing about this team specifically, and the John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan era, is they tend to fall in love with a guy and do everything they can to get that guy. So if Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch falls in love with Zach Wilson out of BYU, who is just balling, I mean, balling right now. He's in the Heisman and he goes to BYU. And real quick, you know who was another BYU quarterback? Steve Young. And he was awesome. He's probably the last truly great quarterback this team has had. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Jeff Garcia. I love me some Alex Smith. 
heck, I even love you some Colin Kaepernick, but the last truly great quarterback this team had was Steve Young, BYU. So something to think about. So Adam Peters was actually at the game on Friday, I heard on Twitter, at the game on Friday, BYU-Boise State, up to see, hopefully, Zach Wilson. Ideally, that's what happens. This team falls in love with a guy, <clears throat> and if they have to then trade down, I think they'll do it. If they fall in love with a guy, they tend to find – think about the Brandon Ayuk thing. They fell in love with Brandon Ayuk, and Shanahan knew he loved Brandon Ayuk way before that night. They traded down to get Ayuk when they didn't have a second, you know, that they did, they had a second first round pick, but they traded down to get him because they wanted to make sure nobody else got him. They want to make sure they get their guy. If Zach Wilson is there, you trade down with anybody who doesn't need a quarterback. And if you fall in love with that guy or Mac Jones, Mac Jones out of Alabama, he didn't play this week but he's been balling out with Alabama. I know Alabama quarterbacks are a little scary, but with two attack of a low being as good as he is, and yes, it's only been two games and he wasn't really that great in the first game, but he was awesome in the second game. The rumor was that Mac Jones was originally going to be the starter up in Alabama and two attack of a low balled out. They won that national championship. They had to give him the job. Well, if there's any chance that Mac Jones has that kind of potential to be that good, then you have to take a look at him. So right now, if you're looking at the draft order, and I know this is nine weeks, so you know, you're going to have to trade up to get Zach Wilson or to get the guy you want, the guy you truly want. And so teams like the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Bengals, those guys have quarterbacks. They would be willing to trade with you. The Chargers can't seem to win a game. It's wild. They have Justin Herbert balling just absolutely balling every single week and they cannot win a game. So if you call up the chargers, you know, John, you're John Lynch, you call up the Chargers, I'm like, Hey, I'll give you whatever, whatever to trade up to six and you go get your guy and you bring Zach Wilson to San Francisco and he balls out and he scares even the Seahawks fans because right now it feels like Kyler Murray is about to run this league at the way he's playing. He's playing MVP level football. And yes, I think that the, the biggest thing, and I think if we bring on Johnny Venerable again, I think he would agree. The biggest thing that's holding Kyler Murray back is his co coach and his defense. Kyler Murray is literally unstoppable. And the fact that you're going to have to deal with that guy twice a year, that sucks. So get, get yourself one of those guys. Go get Zach Wilson. If he's the guy, go get him. If you want Mac Jones, go get him. If Kyle Trask enters the draft, go get him. If you believe that those guys are going to be able to to take you to a Super Bowl with the defense you have and the offense you have, go do it. There is no reason that they should not be actively looking at a quarterback for the future because the amount of talent that quarterback is going to inherit with this team, if they have the, the talent, they have a ceiling above Jimmy Garoppolo, you're going to notice it because they're going to be they're going to enter a team with a ton of talent. A lot of these teams, they draft quarterbacks and they have no talent around them. Look at Tua Tagovailoa, drafted by the Dolphins. Yeah, they weren't good last year, but he inherited Dante, Devontae Parker, and he, he also inherited Preston Williams. And he also has Mike Gusecki and a bunch of other tight ends that I don't even know. And he's balling because he's really good. So if you believe that Zach Wilson is that good, heck, if you think Justin Fields is the guy and you're willing to trade all the way down, go get him. Because... Yeah, you can go after Sam Darnold, but that's not a guaranteed thing. This isn't a guaranteed thing either. But 
I would rather have the guy we don't have to pay. That's my biggest thing. If you can just get a guy who's on a five-year contract real cheap, you can continue to build that defense, do some stuff in free agency, make them even better so that when you get to that game against Kansas City again, you take them out and you step on their damn neck. That defense is good enough to do that. And if they have a rookie quarterback who can ball out and has the higher ceiling than Jimmy Garoppolo, because Jimmy Garoppolo's ceiling, I think it's slightly above average. But if you find a guy whose ceiling is elite, which is very hard to do, not everybody's Patrick Mahomes, and it's gonna, you're, it, there's going to be growing pains. There totally is. But look at Justin Herbert. Look at Tua Tagovailoa. Look at Joe Burrow. Look at what Josh Allen is doing in year three. Those guys, if you believe those guys have the pure talent to run your system and win you football games with the roster you have built, then you go do it. And that's why I think right now the 49ers are a quarterback away from being a perennial Super Bowl contender. This offseason is going to be the most important offseason in years because they're going to need to trim a lot of this fat, get rid of these guys, a lot of dudes they don't need on that roster anymore, trim the fat and draft a quarterback, look in the draft, maybe get another corner safety, get another lineman, whatever you have to do to, to make yourself ready. Because if you can nail this quarterback pick, and I think that Zach Wilson really could be the guy. I think if they've really, if the rumor that, that Adam Peters was at that game Friday, and I'm sure a lot of guys go to the game, but the, the fact that, that, that that even is a thing tells me that they're thinking about this guy. They're thinking about him being the future of the franchise. And if that's your guy and you go get him and he turns out to be as good as he looks right now, watch out NFC West, watch out NFC, watch out everybody because the Niners only need a quarterback. I really think they are a quarterback away because if a quarterback that can make the offense move, get the offense down the field, the defense doesn't need to be on the field as much. They're going to score a lot of points and the defense is going to stop a lot of teams because that defense is still pretty good. Once Nick Bosa comes back, let's talk a little bit. I had some of you guys send in some mailbag and I answered some of the questions in that little bit. I wanted to talk about, but let's talk about this mailbag. Uh, some of these questions are actually pretty interesting. Um, the first one I want to get into is from Yang, which is at sun Yang R how much Richie James do we see for the rest of the season? So here's my big thing is I love Kendrick Bourne. He's electric. He's fun. He likes to have a great time. He's really fun on the field. Like he's, and he, he has, he's has, he's good. He's sized well. He's not like a small dude. He can catch the ball. He can yards after the catch, all that stuff. But I don't think they're going to pay him this off season. I don't see them looking to pay Kendrick Bourne any amount of money. I mean, maybe they will, they get him on for one more year. They like his size, but I would love to see with, with, with Kendrick Bourne going on the COVID list and Debo probably coming back, not this week, but next week, and Ayuk being back this week, I'd like to see Richie James some more. He balled out against that Packers team, and granted, they're not great, but you know he was, he was a pretty good receiver. Like A lot of people were like, oh, wow, is Richie James really this good? Or they, you know, is this, they have number, the Packers is bad, but... I think Richie James is, is a potential piece you can have as a, a depth wide receiver. He's not going to be better than Debo and he's not going to be better than Ayuk. But if they can just get him some reps, and it sucks that Nick Mullins is the guy throwing him the ball, it would suck if CJ Beathard was throwing the ball either. Like, 
if they can get him some reps, I think that we should see a lot more Richie James going forward. And I think that there's a the potential that he could be on this team beyond this when we get the quarterback of the future. So I want to see more Richie James. If you're looking at picking up a fantasy, why not? Just don't pick up Trent Taylor because I did that and it screwed me. So Richie James, I think we should keep him for sure. Keep giving him the ball, giving him a chance. Let's see what he's got. Let's see what all these guys got. That's one of the things about a lost season is you can allow you to see some of these guys who, you know, I want to see some more River Craycraft. I'm curious what he's got. You know, I want to see these guys who normally wouldn't play if we weren't so injured. Give them a shot. Let's see what they've got. If they've gotten enough to ball out and they want to keep staying on this team, like this team is going to be back in the playoffs. They might even be in the playoffs this year. But next year, they'll be back in the playoffs when Nick Bosa's healthy and they have a quarterback. And so if these guys are part of that plan and we find that out from playing them in these lost games pretty much, why not? So let's see more Richie James. I'm totally down with that. And I'm totally down with more River Craycraft. That guy seems like he might have some talent. We'll see. Um, next one is from Mufasa at Sushi Boulevard. Uh, why is Kyle not in the hot seat after losing more than half his games the past four years? Well, the big factor with that is Kyle Shanahan came into one of the worst rosters in the NFL. By far, one of the worst rosters in the NFL. And he had to rebuild it. And look at Brian Flores. Dude is being is an awesome coach. And last year, he had some talent, right? He had more talent than the Niners had when Kyle Shanahan came in. And this year, he's starting to win games, starting to win, you know, have talent. The problem, the Kyle Shanahan problem is that Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be the quarterback that they wanted going forward and it just hasn't worked out you know when you when you have a guy who was facing the one of the statistical worst passing defenses of all time and he only threw for 82 yards you got to figure something out you got to move on you got to find a younger guy find a better guy find someone better to play the quarterback position because it's not working out and so you know first the first year they were awful and brian Hoare was a quarterback and they had and they had no talent so they didn't win any games. The next year, they got Jimmy Garoppolo. He, won, he wins those six games, and we're like, okay, Jimmy's the guy. Let's see what he has. He gets hurt four games into the season. And then it became a, you know, let's see what happens. They get Nick Bosa. They go to the Super Bowl. You know, not a lot of guys, three years in the NFL with one of the worst rosters in the NFL, and he took him to the Super Bowl with a quarterback whose ceiling is barely above average. And I think every Niner fan can agree with me. I love Jimmy G. He's very handsome. I he think he's a nice guy, but his ceiling is above average and he doesn't do it enough. And he's, frankly, he's been awful this year. And so coming into this year, there was so much hype and then they get injured and they get more injured. And now they're one of the most injured teams in the history of the NFL. And so you cannot blame a head coach for these injuries. It's just, you can't do it. You know, you can blame John Lynch a little bit, yeah, because his first draft minus George Kittle is pretty bad. But it takes time. You can't build a team in one year. It takes multiple years to build an NFL football team that can go out and win games. They did it in three years, and the roster still has some problems. Don't get me wrong, but they did it in three years. They took one of the worst teams I've ever watched in my entire life to the Super Bowl in three years. And so... John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan get a few more years before I'm putting them on the hot seat. And John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan need to nail this quarterback pick. They have to nail this quarterback pick because then you can start talking about a hot seat. But if they pick Zach Wilson and he turns out not to be the guy, 
Then we're going to talk about what's going on here because they, if they pick a quarterback, if they pick Mac Jones, if they trade up to get Justin Fields and he sucks, that's when you have to start nailing these guys. But they need to pick a quarterback. They need to get a chance at having a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal to groom and, have, and, and see what he can do. Because the Seahawks did it with Russell Wilson. The Cardinals are doing it with Kyler Murray. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, not everyone's going to be Patrick Mahomes. But even if you don't play Zach Wilson week one of the 2021 NFL season and you draft the guy, he better be playing by, by week, if it's week, you know, week six, they better be doing what they did with Tua. You can have, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to have Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster next year, but you can have Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster to start the first couple games uh, and until Zach Wilson is ready or Mac Jones is ready. Zach, I'm just going to keep saying Zach Wilson. The idea is that the quarterback of the future is on the roster and behind whoever is the starter. And he is going to play his first year and find a way for this team to continue to contend. And with this roster, you might even be lucky enough to throw him out there in a preseason game and just see him ball out and be like, okay, he's our guy. Like what happened with Dak Prescott and Tony Romo. Prescott came in and you started to see about week two of preseason, Dak Prescott's pretty good. And then by week three, we're like, okay, Dak Prescott's pretty good. And then Dak Prescott unseated Tony Romo. And so that doesn't happen all the time. But if, if it's obvious that the Zach Wilson that they draft is better, then yeah, there's no reason that they shouldn't put him out there next year. But if he's still, you know, has some growing pains, I mean, look, it took Justin Herbert to get in. It took, it took the quarterback to get punctured in his lung for Justin Herbert to get a chance. And Justin Herbert is clearly way better than Tyrod Taylor. So if you draft a guy and you see it, put him out there. But don't put him out there too soon because that 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 could be risky. Uh, next question: Mounty Pause Screen Media at Pause Screen MC. Will Josh Johnson be the starting quarterback for two in two weeks for SF? I've been thinking about this a lot today because uh, this question came in pretty early, and I've actually been thinking about it. And here's kind of an interesting thing about the Josh Johnson thing. And this may be I may come off as crazy. Whatever you can tell me, I'm crazy in the comments. I don't really care. I think Josh Johnson is going to come in and be the starting quarterback at some point this season, maybe not in two weeks, but I think what they're going to do is try some stuff with a dynamic running quarterback in that system and see how it goes. And yes, Josh Johnson is phenomenal. He's probably better than Nick Mullins slightly, but not much, but I think that they want to see kind of what that looks like. I don't think Kyle's had that in a lot of, you know, he had, he had Matt Ryan, he had Jimmy Garoppolo, Brian Hoyer, those aren't guys who, you know, can, can move the, the chains with their legs. And Josh Johnson can do that. Josh Johnson was decent in the, in the AAF. I mean, yeah, he's the AAF. It's not the NFL. But I do think Josh Johnson starts at some point this season. And I think it's part of them trying to figure out an experiment um, and see what, you know, a Zach Wilson or a Trey Lance or, you know, Justin Fields looks like in this system. And obviously the ceiling for Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, any of those guys is way higher than Josh Johnson. But I think in a lost season where you don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back and why not try some stuff? I just like I said earlier, bring, bring in River Craycraft, bring in Jonathan Cyprin, bring in everybody. Try as much as you can, see what works, see what doesn't work. Because next year it's going to be, balls to the wall you have to compete for a super bowl because this is your you know the covid season you're gonna you're gonna get some 
you're going to get off a little bit. The COVID season, the injuries, all that stuff. But when Nick Bosa's back on that roster, they better be killing teams. Um, and so this season, do your thing. Get it done. Uh, next one uh, is from Michael Belisma at Mike Belisma 14. What is the best and worst possible outcome for this season record-wise? By some miracle, is it good to make the playoffs knowing the Niners aren't situated to make a deep run? And what if they finish 7-9, and 8-8? Eight and eight? Should they just start tanking? Um, this is one that's kind of interesting because I'm all in on the tank for quarterback train. I hate to tell you guys that. It's, But at the same time, I don't think they need to straight up tank. And NFL teams are never going to straight up tank. The thing is, they do not have the talent with the injuries to compete against Seattle, Arizona. Um, They're going to get boat raced by the Saints this week. They'll probably lose to the Bills in a couple weeks. Like, they're going to lose some games. Um, There's only two winnable games, I think, on the season, you know, really on the schedule right now with the roster they have and Nick Mullins at quarterback. And maybe Josh Johnson comes in and kind of changes things and he becomes a quarterback or whatever. But I think that the record-wise, I think they win five games. I think their final record is five wins. Um, six wins if they can beat the football team, which we'll see the football team's defense is actually pretty decent. And if Nick Mullins is the quarterback, I don't see that happening. But, I mean, ideally, I'd like them to stay at this four-win mark because it sits them up to get a better quarterback and trade less to get down to Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson in the draft if those are your guys or one of those guys is your guy. you know. And the thing is, it's like, no matter what they, their record is, they're probably going to do it anyway. And so I prefer that they lose more games and trade less to get down so they don't completely give up their future. But if that's what has to happen, that's what has to happen. The one thing is, is as I've said, when things were better – this team's constantly getting healthier every single week and the roster is getting better and better. It's never going to be last year because not, you don't have Nick Bosa and Nick Bosa is just one of those guys who, when he is on the football field, it changes the dynamic of a football team and Ken Law's still a rookie. He gets better every week. He's not DeForest Buckner that, you know, DeForest Buckner was a game wrecker. Ken Law has the potential to be even better, but he's still a rookie. And then, you know, I like Kerry Hyder, but he's, you know, he's not going to take away from, you know, people so Eric Armstead can get to the quarterback easier. Easy, easier. Sherman's going to come back and we'll get to see what he has. But I mean, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they have the roster to make a deep run, even if they do get healthier. And with Kittle being out eight weeks, you're going to have to do it without the best tight end in the league. Uh, and Ross Dwelly is decent, but he's not that guy. And I like Jordan Reed, but he's not, you know, he's not a number one tight end option uh, going forward. And then Garoppolo somehow comes back. Then I just don't think the prop, biggest problem that we've had. And, you know, after that Seahawks game, thinking about it is that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't scare teams' defenses because he can't throw downfield. You know, for a long time, we thought, oh, you know, he just missed that throw in the Super Bowl. I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo has a good deep ball and has never had a good deep ball in that Seahawks game. He couldn't even throw more than 20 yards downfield a lot of times. And you saw what Josh Allen did this week. And so bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back and having Mostert back, you know, yeah, sure. Makes you more dynamic football team. You're probably still better than a lot of those NFC teams, but 
I don't see this team making a deep run. I, I th- I'm beginning to think that while I thought the Bucks were the team, it, the Saints have improved every single week. When they, and now that they have Michael Thomas back, and I think the defense is finally where they want it, I'm beginning to think that the Saints might be – it might be Saints-Packers NFC Championship with the Saints going to the Super Bowl. But at the same time, you never know. The Green Bay Packers just completely dominated the 49ers on Thursday. But, I mean, they were playing with a practice squad team. So I just don't see them being able to beat any of those teams. I don't think they'll be able to beat Arizona or Seattle if either one of those teams win the NFC West. And my hot take is that I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to win the NFC West. Um, they're not going to be able to beat the Packers. And they're not going to be able to beat the Saints. They're not going to be able to beat the Bucks unless unless Tom Brady decides to not throw a touchdown when he has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Rob Gronkowski on the field, which was mind-boggling last night. Um, and I I don't think they'll beat the Eagles with this roster. You know, they struggled with the Eagles in a way that I didn't expect, and that was Nick Mullins. The Eagles are weird, um, and you'd have to go to Philadelphia and play. I mean, with this new playoff, with the new playoff system, they might make the playoffs just because of how many playoff teams are trying to do. But the best thing for the 49ers right now, I think, is for them to to lose out, get that, get a low draft pick where they don't have to trade as much to get up to a quarterback and rest the offseason. You know, watch the playoffs from your couch, get healthy and get ready for the actual revenge tour. We're not going to call it the revenge tour, by the way. We're done with that. That's that that moniker is dead. But get ready for an actual, real Super Bowl playoff run and use this offseason to get healthy and get your quarterback of the future. The number one thing has to be for this organization to get the quarterback of the future. And I hope to God it's Zach Wilson. I really do because I don't want to trade all the way down for Justin Fields or Trey Lance. But whatever this team decides is the quarterback of the future, they will go get that guy. And you know that they are thinking about that. They are thinking that, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the guy. Nick Mullins ain't the guy. C.J. Beathard ain't the guy. Josh Johnson is not going to be the guy either, guys. Don't, don't get that twisted. He's going to have maybe a good game, but he's not the guy. They have to draft the guy. They have to get themselves, themselves a Tua Tagovailoa, a Kyler Murray, a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen, and they have to get a guy like that. And, and he doesn't have to play elite-level football right away. He just has to be above average in this system because with the talent he's going to have around him, they're going to be able to make a run. And with the defense that they have, they're going to be able to make a run and continue to make runs while they have him on that rookie contract and don't have to pay him. Especially if he's really good, which I, God, I hope he is. I hope Zach Wilson is great. And I hope he, I hope he's the Niners quarterback next year. That'll do it for this mailbag. You know, if we ever, anytime we do these, you can go on the Niners nation Twitter page and, comment on there and we will try and get as many questions as possible always remember to rate review and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already you can find me at niner nate 49 and we'll be back again next week after we get boat raced by the saints i hate to say it but it's uh it's not going to be too pretty with nick mullins out there he looks lost uh but let's 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 look at the bigger picture we're looking at the bigger picture The 2021 49ers hype train, it's going to be epic if they nail this quarterback pick. It's going to be epic, and that's what we're going to talk about a lot is getting to that point and trying to stay positive. I think uh, the better rival said once, it's called the elegant tank. The elegant tank is the best way to say it. Go Niners, get healthy, no more injuries, and we'll see you next week.